But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, as, as, as Rob is waving us down. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is a somewhat voiceless search. We got Gucci over here. We got Wrestling Rob. We got a packed house. Nick, Madison, both in the building. Did you guys enjoy your uh, National Interns Day yesterday? Did you celebrate accordingly? I hope you guys are... Okay, good. Everybody... Oh, it's today. Oh, shit. Okay, now I have to buy him lunch. Damn it. Thought I, be, I thought I avoided it by not being here. Uh, Nick, be careful where you're kicking, just so you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very, very risque. Uh, but anyway, I hope everybody's doing well out there uh, on this glorious Wednesday uh, where the Yankees are decided to up the ante and, you know, get themselves another key player, key piece. We'll get into all that. Uh, but first, if you want to support Chop Sports, do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports 3510 variations. Those are the ways to do it. We appreciate you guys, all of you who have done it already. Uh, like I said, somebody came in. Who was that guy? I, I don't know that guy. Do you know that guy? The guy who came in for a $10 uh, variation? You said Joe Allen? Yeah, who is yeah. that? Do yeah, I know he's, him? He's an Island guy slash nice. somewhat colonial guy. But oh. no, I think he's just a through and through island guy but i've known him for a long time well thank you for the support hometown joe guy, yeah, we'll hometown guy uh we really support support we really appreciate the local support as always um also if you're watching this on youtube be sure to like the video please por favor and also share it with your friends tell everybody what you're watching at 11 o'clock not name the prices right which i believe is still on the air i don't know um i know bob barker's dead but i i don't know if was it drew dark, carey dark turn bro i mean he's is, dead i mean yeah. he's not like a like R.I.P. Bob Barker. Like I think he's been dead for quite some time. And you know what? Is he alive? He might be alive. Yeah, I don't know. Is don't Bob know. Barker definitely dead? I mean, he definitely left the show. Uh, you would think he'd die at the wheel. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we hope everybody's doing well out there. Gooch, we have ourselves a shit ton of stuff to get into, so why don't you head to it? Yeah, so the Mets walked off. Oh my on God, the he's, alive. Oh, he's alive. He's <laughs> alive. According right. to Scoop, he's alive. Who's Oops. alive? Me? Bob Barker. Oh, Bob Barker is alive. So, <laughs> so first things first, Bob Barker is not dead. That's the first thing in the rundown. Second thing, <laughs> the Mets walked off on the Yankees. I didn't watch the entire game, but I tuned in for the ninth inning, unfortunately, and oh. got to ruin my night, uh, peaceful night's sleep. Uh, but right after that news, that the Yankees got walked off on, the other news dropped, and that is that Andrew Benintendi, all-star outfielder, former Red Sox, definitely one of my most hated players in the history of baseball. I hate Andrew Benintendi. I always have. So he joins Josh Donaldson in me having to now root for guys that I absolutely despise throughout their entire career. But it is a good fit. His strikeout rate and his swing miss rate is very low. It's basically the complete opposite of Joey Gallo. It's patting like 320. Um, There's a news coming out of Anaheim, or actually it's L.A. now. It's been for a while. That Mike Trout is dealing with a rare back condition that is going to hinder him not just this season, but going forward throughout the rest of his career. It was a little concerning that the Angels head trainer came out and said this because he's dealing with a back issue. He had a cortisone injection. It didn't really take right away. He started to finally reap the benefits of the cortisone, but it's something that they said he's going to have to deal with the rest of his career. In comes Mike Trout, and he downplays this, and he says, look, I was, my career is not over he's a by any stretch, and it, while it's a rare back condition, and it is degenerative, it's degenerative over, over a really long time. But it kind of points towards the fact that eventually Mike Trout will end up stopping baseball 
because of his back. Um, NFL news, DK Metcalf, pretty much the only player that Seattle's got left over there, is holding out. I wouldn't say he's holding out, but he's just not practicing until the new contract is situated. So he's holding out. <laughs> well, I don't think he's holding out because I think he, he has full plans to play. They are working out the deal. But it's a new breed of NFL player, according to Big Ben, even though he's pumping the brakes. But no, the new, the new thing in the NFL is... Why am I going to go out there and risk it? Because if I get hurt in practice, which it happens often, especially early in camp, right. then the ability to sign a long-term deal goes out the window. So mm. I'm not I'm not against DK doing that. Um, there's some news in keeping it in the AFC or NFC West. John Lynch came out and said that there is going to be imminent. Well, I'm going to say something in the near future is imminent, and this is in regards to Jimmy G and Debo, but more more importantly, the Debo Samuel case, because I think everybody knows that. It's Trey Lance's team, and whether they move off of Jimmy G or not in, in terms of a trade, that's the deal. Jimmy G's gone. But is Debo going to come and report to camp? Is D He's in camp, right? Debo, Debo I, did I, report. I didn't see him in action. But, but there is obvious uh, I don't think he's actually turmoil with Debo in the front office. Uh, my guess is that they're waiting for the Jimmy G uh, shoe to drop, and then it frees up some money, and they could give that money to DK. Um, Debo. Uh, Debo. Mm -hmm. Debo. There for you, brother. All right, thank you, buddy. All right, so uh, Washington Commanders news. Daniel Snyder is still out of the country, or he may be on his way back now on a cross-Atlantic flight because he was in Israel for, I would say, like two or three months celebrating or commemorizing or commemorating the, death, was the, the death of his mother-in-law, and they were doing several things throughout the course of the past four months to basically pay homage to this wonderful called, woman's it's life. It's called Shiva. She's been dead for 20 years, I believe, oh. so it's a little <laughs> well, then, concerning that this is the excuse. Is. But to get a little into why Daniel Snyder dipped out, everybody's probably aware, if you've been watching this show consistently, you would know that there was a subpoena served to Daniel Snyder, and Daniel Snyder, it's illegal to, to serve a subpoena while somebody is traveling internationally. So he stayed away long enough as to where that subpoena ran out, and... His thing was he wants to testify before Congress as a volunteer. He wants to volunteer his testimony so he's not under oath. Therefore, he could lie. And this testimony is now scheduled. I believe it's for this week. And the catch is that it is a private hearing, and the oversight committee gets to di has discretion on how much or how little, if any at all, of this hearing is released to the public. So there was a bunch of NDAs signed by the people that are supposedly testifying against Daniel Snyder, and they're trying to get the NDAs waived because they're fearing legal action against the accusers or the, the witnesses testifying against the Washington football team because they signed NDAs. So the Washington football team basically... It is today. Okay, so the hearing is today. So Daniel Snyder, welcome back to America, bro. It's, ha <laughs> it's virtual. happy to have if you. He needs, if he needs any, uh, it's if he needs any advice on NDAs, just call up Vinnie Mac. Vinnie Mac. <laughs> and Vinnie Mac's or got a Texans. bunch of info. Or true. the Texans. You're right. Very true. All right. So enough of the NFL news. Washington Commanders. You've been a thorn in the NFL side, and they continue to kind of cover up for you. It's a little concerning, but. Um, a little M MLB and NBA cross action here, where Steph Curry and his um, his 
I guess current wife, but I would imagine that's on the rocks too, considering how the Curry family's been going lately. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. That's a terrible for me to say. But <laughs> Steph Curry and his wife both threw out the first pitch. Neither of them were strikes. And I would say that Steph Curry's was a little bit worse. She and threw out a pitch too? Yeah, they, they, there was like a side by side. And not only that. There was more people throwing out pitches yesterday than they had fans in attendance because there was just one fan there. God damn. Oakland? Steph Curry threw out the first pitch. I was right pitch. there. Yes. I was, it was. It was there. Um, it was weird, so, weird, why did she get the first weird, weird day in baseball where two bum ass scrub teams sweep the best teams in the American League this with the true. Mets the and the A's swept. sweeping the Yankees and the Astros. So that. Oh wait, one more NBA news. Monty Williams and the Suns have reached an agreement on a contract extension. I'm not sure the details, but I guess that's good for the Suns and a little continuity over there. But uh, I want to see what's going on with the Aiton situation. Supposedly they rectified things, but. You know, a couple losses here or there and some lazy play by Aiton, and that's not going to go well. That's it for my rundown. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> like you just throw it back to me. I like that, actually. I like that. Um, I got, well, obviously, there's a uh, a massive story that broke yesterday. Look, the Yankees lost. They got swept out of Queens. I understand it. They, they couldn't hit the fucking water if they fell off a boat. Like, it was bad. We couldn't hit the ball. It is what it is. Uh, Glaber almost saved the day, which gave uh, Scherzer a no decision, which is actually, for me, that was like the little, the for me, I was like, <laughs> you know, but that was it. Like, that's all I could do. There's not much I could do. The guy struck out Judge like 15 times, except for the one that I thought Judge took him for a ride. But um, yeah, Mets played better baseball, and they won two games. So, as it stands right now, the Yankees uh, 66 and 33, 11 and a half up. They wake up this morning. So I think we're, we're still okay. Uh, the Mets wake up 61 and 37, three games up now on the Braves. So both teams playing good baseball. I'm sure the Yankees will rectify all this with their series with the Royals coming up this weekend who have, you know, really been the bottom of the barrel team for the entire year. But we get to add a probably beardless, um, according to the graphic, there is a great beard on this man, but that you will would probably... You that as a great beard? I feel like no, beard, it's actually that beard's struggling shitty. a little bit. A little, it's kind of shitty. I, riding the struggle bus all the way to the Bronx, baby. Not everybody, uh, you know, can grow a beard as luxurious as mine. But, like, you know, for, as far as Ben Benintendi goes, uh, it's a great get, and it's for a bag of balls, bro. Like, I was very... Like, when, I, when Jack Curry broke the news yesterday after the game... And uh, said that, you know, Benetton's been acquired by the Yankees. My first thought was like, man, which which big prospect did we just drop for this? Like, Benetton's still relatively young. He's batting 320. So it's like he's having himself a really good I year. I knew that it wasn't going to be much because of the it's an it's a one-year deal that he's on. So it's a rental. The Royals were we'll just kind of getting rental. anything. We'll see if it's they a rental. They would have to re-sign him. But it's a, he signed a one-year, $8.5 million deal. Benetton had a resurgence. He, was, he wasn't <laughs> playing well for the past couple seasons, I believe. Um I, I got to say, you know, in regards to this, um, and Scoop asking if the Royals brought him on the team plane to New York, they probably arranged something different, but it would have been funny if they just, like, got off the plane and he, like, just, like, looks over to his teammates like, all right, guys, it's been real. You I know, mean, it's, it's they, they might have. They, you're right. Why, I mean, I these mean, things happen all the time. Uh, it's but a, business, a business. Why wouldn't they? I feel like, look, the, the Astros just brought an A's pitcher to the All-Star game. It, that's a little more weird than – then the Yankees get or the Royals bringing yeah. Benintendi to the Yankees series when they had him a day go, you know, and now they're going there. It makes no sense to not. Yeah. So um, the Benintendi's a great move, and and because it was for three A prospects, you know, it was it's a it's a steal and cash it was three 
see prospects if you really want to be honest. I'm, I'm saying like single oh, A. Oh, like single A. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was saying. A, <laughs> no, B, it's not C, a, yeah. D. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing the ABCs now. Um, e comes next. Keep going. Uh, but anyway, so Ben Attendee's on the Yankees roster right now. Uh, Aaron Boone has been on my on my radar as far as like, uh, not, not that I'm hating on Aaron Boone because, look, the team is playing all well, all good, all the year. Uh, but he's really, really getting good at these these interviews. I think he's getting a little pissed off. He's getting a little edgy when the Yankees drop a game and people think the world and the sky is falling. He's back there to say, like, yo, pause. Like, everybody calm the fuck down. Somebody who's like, oh, you know, the Yankees MO is just hit the home run. You guys are just a bunch of home run hitters. And he's like, what are, what are you talking about? You know, like, like have you – the outside of Judge and Stanton smacking the Christ out of the ball, who else is really – Hit a lot of home runs. I mean, Rizzo's hit a couple here and there, but like Gallo is can't hit anything. So I mean, I can't really tell him he's a home run hitter. But like the majority of the Yankees roster right now are contact hitters. Trevino ain't overpowering anybody. Glaber he could put one over the fence. We saw it last night. But like overall, he's more of a contact hitter. DJ LeMay is not a power hitter. You know, like they have a they have a nice little splash now. Adding a three twenty Ben Attendee. This evens out this roster just a little bit better, and I think this is very beneficial for them. But now yeah. I ask you the question, Gooch, with the move to Ben Attendee, and now we still have the prospects, what Jack Curry said yesterday, which has got Yankees universe buzzing right now, is the number two pitcher in a playoff series for the Yankees is currently not on the Yankees right now. So he thinks 1,000% that the Yankees are in on either Castillo or uh, homeboy from the uh, Montas, Montas, Frankie Montas. So, or or anybody else that is available. But that what we I'm just thinking, what, what I'm saying is definitely this: some guys is is the Benettoni move a confirmation to the Yankees, to Judge, to guys like that that the Soto thing is kind of no no. Yeah, I I believe that the Yankees were never really fully in on Soto. They have to kick the tires on it for their fan base purposes, and if there's a guy like that available then you make the move if it makes sense. But there's 13 teams involved or 15 or 30 Half teams involved. Yeah. Uh, there's just no real viable way to bring him in and maintain our farm system and then go ahead and probably sign Judge to a massive deal with Soto's deal imminent. Because you have to rem- you have to remember, Soto's going to make $20 million a year in arbitration for the next two years, right? And then he's going to be due a big contract, if not sooner, because you want to just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. So if the Yankees were to make a Soto move right now, it would it would deplete their farm system so they wouldn't get the pitcher that they're that they're coveting. Um and then they wouldn't probably wouldn't want to take that money and go sign with Aaron Judge go sign Aaron Judge. It would at least make the situation murky where where right now the Yankees have no leverage and they're gonna have to pay Aaron Judge like they have no leverage. If they gain some leverage then you have another right fielder on the roster that you could be like, well, you know, would all right. So take this and play with this roster, or you go somewhere else. I, I would rather keep Judge for five years at the level he's at. Trade for Castillo, have Benintendi for this year. If we want to sign him longer term and pay him a little bit, fine. So we get Benintendi, Judge, and Castillo. If the Reds ask for pretty much everybody, are you willing to do it for Castillo? No. You're not. Not everybody. I'm saying when I say everybody, I mean like a Dominguez, like a one Volpe, of the two. Like I don't. A, I think it should be like one of those two guys are gone. If we're gonna get Castillo, it's gonna be one of those two guys, if not both for Castillo. But I don't want to see Montas for one of those two. I would like yeah, no. Castillo. I'll no, take he's not. He's not for on, one of the two. I don't think he's on the same caliber. It might take both, and it's it's the Yankees are really gonna be hard pressed to give up both those guys in a trade, but. 
you know, if the Mets are involved, the Dodgers are involved, and the Braves are involved, then those those teams and the Padres are involved. Those teams have loads of talent. We in the could minors, be, and they're they've shown their willingness to part ways with elite talent, almost major league ready talent. The Yankees have a ways off on these two guys. So now here's a see. here's a hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical for you and for the masses, because I know the Mets fans are feeling themselves right now, and they should. They won two games. They beat the Yankees. We could possibly be living in a world that. Come playoff time, the Mets will have Scherzer, DeGrom, and um, Bassett, you would say, would be the three, right? We can also live in a world that it could be Cole, Castillo, Severino. Who's got the best trio? You could also live in a world where it's uh, Scherzer, DeGrom, Castillo. (laughs) Oh my god! Because the <laughs> that would be fair. So in on the you would have to thing. hit the off button on the on the video game. You can't do that. So, but I'm saying like, who I mean, would have the can. better trio? If, if they're going to try, said, hypothetical, Scherzer, Degrom, Bassett, or Cole, Castillo, Severino, when uh, healthy. I mean, like Scherzer, Degrom is better than any in any two I was you're going to say. Like, I until you're going to throw out there. But I mean, and this then would Bassett be- and Severino. I mean, Severino. He's got to show that he's going to be able to pitch deep into a season. I don't know that Bassett's ever given the opportunity to fail late in the season. I'm, I'm not sure what his playoff acumen is. Once he was with the A's, with, right? With Oakland, but they, the the A's have kicked around the postseason here and there over his career. I would imagine, and um, I don't know what his what his postseason uh, record yeah. looks like. I'm an asshole. But Hold on, Severino has kind of failed. Take away Severino, Nestor Cortez instead. That was my fault. Vinny came in. Uncle Vinny comes in there. Cousin <laughs> Uncle Vinny. Yeah. Cousin Vinny. Uncle Vinny. What is Uncle? Well, Vinny's? I take Nestor over Bassett. <laughs> All day. So then, would you take the three? Like, if you're going into a series, no. no. Okay. So because because when Scherzer, it comes down to first it, when of all, it comes down we don't to even it, know Scherzer or Degrom will go on three days. Degrom, rest. just so everybody knows, Degrom got lit up yesterday in his my, in his rehab star four runs. Like, it, it, yeah, he's still he's still was Degrom. His, how was not, his velocity? I don't know. I, I was that, that's the I just saw the earned runs. At. Not looking at somebody it. hit home run off him. I post, two, I two guys hit home runs off him. Two homers to yeah, minor in leaguers. The second inning. Yeah. My, my question is, like, I mean, minor leaguers. They're triple. It's triple oh, A. So when they go, Yankees make the World Series, and they got like relax you know, over put, there. I'm just listen. Just hypothetical. Like you said, you're hypothetical. Oh, hypothetical. Um, how does your outfield look, and who's your DH? Stands the DH. Stands the DH. The whole it's Ben Attendi, Hicks, and um, and Judge. That's it. And Gallo. No, Gallo. Hopefully, is shot to the to the sun. To Look, the burning the, the, Yan- the Yankees are probably still. Have in you the, seen some of these stats the, the that are coming are probably, out? Gallo? The Yankees are most likely still in the market for for a fourth outfielder. That's what I was thinking, right? For, yeah. Because right now out. Stanton's hurt. Yeah. So it's not even like Stanton's and the Hicks, DH. And Hicks, Hicks is kind of iffy too, right? AJ Bascone coming in saying he would take Taiwan Walker over Bassett right now. I would too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Who has the better closer right now to the Yankees and the Mets? That's <laughs> not close. Fire it's it's right Diaz now. right now. We right. don't have a closer. I mean, it's it's Holmes. Technically, even though he was used in the eighth the other day, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, that was probably the right spot to use. Chapman, him, is just, leverage. Chapman is falling off the face of the earth. So it's like, yeah, no. The, the Both both New York teams right now, they absolutely need to add a bullpen arm. Absolute. Both of these teams. The Yankees, well, this is what Yankees Vin, were coming in saying fine right now. until King broke his arm. Oh, here we go. If, if uh, Vinny's coming in, if we get Montas or Castillo, how would you feel about moving Sevy back to the bullpen like last year? No. No? No. No wild thing, Ricky Vaughn no. moment? I there? mean, I think you brought Sevy back last year and he was out of the bullpen to try and get some length to his uh, to his arm. I don't know that they're going to 
mess with Seve like that. I would say if there's more of a candidate to do that, it would be Montgomery. Mm. Okay. But anyway, big moves both ways. Yankees, Mets, both very, very big players in the next coming days. Castillo said goodbye to his people. Robertson said goodbye to his people. So these guys are all going to be moved. I would love David Robertson back in the bullpen, by the way. I loved him. He was one of my favorite Yankees when he was here. Yeah, when they let him go, I was very upset. Lit up too. I mean, let's let's be optimistic. <laughs> let's try to be at least. Um, all right. Oh, damn it! I left my reads on the. Did I leave them over there? The uh, Fusco it's over there. More than likely, yeah, both of them. Thank you, producer wrestling Rob. All right. So I also want to tell everybody that. Part of the Chop Sports Deal is being brought to you by the Fusco Insurance Agency. Uh, are you start? Are you worried that you'll run out of money in retirement, or how you'll pay for long-term health care, or will your family be okay? Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you greater security and control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. He can explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less right now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available all states. And if you guys are have some customers and you're a small business owner like myself and Gooch, we can also start offering our people financing. I, I don't know why we would, but if you would, you can now. With 540 FICO score or above, do that through Fusco's PrestigeTaxFinancing.com uh, forward slash business financing. And a special shout to our friends over at Dat Chat and Hater Fantasy Sports. Hater Fantasy Sports, ready for this? I I felt like an agent yesterday. I Or a producer or, I don't know, a little bit of everything. I, I booked a commercial shoot to happen here at the studio next Friday. For Hater Fantasy Sports, a couple of my friends, we're going to get these guys down the hall involved to do hair and makeup. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I felt really like I was in negotiations with everybody. And then all of a sudden, we brought it all together. And I was like, I just did that. It's like when Tom Hanks made fire, <laughs> like, you know, in uh, Castle. I was like, look, look, look what I just made. This is great. Um, but anyway, that goes down next week. So hey, uh, shout out to HaterFantasySports.com. Gooch. Shave your balls, boys. <laughs> Head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SHOPSPORTS. You get 20% off your entire order and free shipping anywhere in the world. Um, it's 2022. We're heading rapidly into 2023. And if you don't have your nuts shaved by now, I don't know Slow what down. you're thinking. So <laughs> shave your balls. Manscaped.com. Promo code SHOPSPORTS. What's up, guys? It's Sturch from Chop Sports. And today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> Second time. All right. Well, look, it's time to get into the reigning, defending AFC East champion Buffalo Bills, ladies and germs. Uh, the Buffalo Bills obviously had themselves a pretty good season last year. Fell short. Obviously, we all know how that game went. One of the greatest games that people are, have ever seen, honestly. I, that ranks up there with my top five games ever watched. Um, 
the Bills season came up short, and nobody circles those wagons like the Buffalo Bills. But this year, it could be, I don't want to say this, I know Cousin Vinny, Uncle Vinny, all the, the acronyms we use for Vinny, he's in the building, he's a big Bills guy. I don't know if he's going to want to hear all this. I'm not sure if he's one of those guys like, don't touch the money, don't don't say too many good things. I'm that kind of guy. I don't like when they're like, oh, the Yankees will be playing in the World Series. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. I just want to get nothing. there. I know it means nothing, it just don't, I don't like hearing it. But anyway... The Buffalo Bills win total is set at 11 and a half everywhere. Pretty much everywhere you look, 11 and a half seems to be the popular number. Now, last year, 10 and 7? Yes. 10 and 7. Which, it blows my mind that they went 10 and 7. Because that team, the way they were built, the way they made their run-ish, felt like a better team than 10 and 7. But anyway, Vegas seems to think that they've gotten a little better. So, let's go over it. Some key losses. Not that many, to be honest with you. Um, A lot of backups, role players. Uh, Backup quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, is one of the guys that skipped town. He might be starting in Pittsburgh week one. He probably will be starting in Pittsburgh week one. Uh, Jerry Hughes, edge rusher. Mario Addison, edge rusher. A couple edge rushers were lost in the offseason for the Buffalo Bills. Now, I say all that with like, oh, man, they got to address the outside, the edge. Well, insert Von Miller. So I think they did okay with replacing that. Uh, Matt Breda goes to the Giants, which I didn't even think he was in the league anymore, to be honest with you. Brian Cox Jr., who I'm assuming that's Brian Cox's Son, uh, he skips town, goes to the Colts. My question is this. Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, both edge rushers, both signed with the Texans. I wonder if they had the option. You know, I, I wonder if, like, the Bills were like, listen, we're not bringing you back. Good luck. Or they were like, we got to get out of here. Like, who the hell would want to leave the Bills right now? I would do every – I would take a pay cut to go play with the Buffalo Bills this year because they're going to be one of the premier teams to me in the AFC. Destination nah, for sure. Man, you're going for the bag. If you're, especially I mean, I if you're understand a guy that's, that's how the world the works now. But. These guys are on the fringe. They're not really starters. You're going to go get paid to play as much as possible. And the Texans right now, you're going to get you're going to get some playing time on that team. Yes, you so are. you head over they there. Did, and you can uh, make another contract for yourself. In in part of their losses, they did lose Cole Beasley as a receiver. Um, but again, he's just floating out there. There's been rumors. Of course, Cole Beasley went on record said, oh, if Dak's the quarterback, I would love to play back in Dallas. Well, keep your bitch-made ass out of Dallas because you trashed us when you left the door. So the door did hit you on the way out. So keep keep it over there. And your vaccine bullshit, like oh, everything you had to go public with, everything, every little thing. You're a bitch. I don't want you on a team. You blocked me a long time ago because of a Madden joke. <laughs> a Madden joke, bro. The Cowboys now it all just comes signed out. Uh, the MVP from the USFL, the wide receiver just yeah, now. Yeah. I'm making so. moves, bro. Anyway, back to the Bills. Um, their draft, not like exciting, exciting, but uh, again, uh, Elam's going to come in right away and play corner and start a corner. Um, James Cook, Dalvin's little bro, he'll be playing running back for the Bills. He might get some volume right off the rip because when you look at this team, Gooch, outside the quarterback, who, by the way, they bring in Case Keenum, so they got the best backup in the league. Um, <laughs> I just, I love Case Keenum. I just think that, like, I'll never forget the the miracle in, in Minnesota. Like that's like him doing the skull or whatever the hell. No, anyway, stop. running back room is loaded. Might be too overcrowded to be honest with you. Uh, it's Devin Singletary. They drafted Cook. They still got Zach Moss. They signed Duke Johnson. They got four guys. I'm going to assume that all four will not make this team. Either Zach Moss or Duke Johnson will be a free agent come season start. There's no way you keep four running backs. It's just it doesn't happen. Um, Their receivers. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn fast. Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis. We've talked a lot about him in the coming weeks or the last couple of weeks about his fantasy implications. He could blow up. Um, they bring in Jamison Crowder. Like, so this is a better situation for Crowder to be in. Dawson Knox, all world. You know who they brought in under the radar as a as a second tight end? OJ Howard. 
Nice. Yeah. You know, know so that. these guys are adding, and their offensive line is just gritty and just big and just awesome. Especially Deion Dawkins, who, by the way, shout out to his brother, the Jaguar, who I wrestled with for fucking four or five years. His brother is Deion Dawkins and plays in the NFL. So you can imagine what that family's going through. Uh, their defensive line, scary, bro. Scary. It's it's Rose, it's Oliver, it's Jack Lawson. Like they're good, man. It's like Linebacker, Milano, Miller, Edmonds, the the corners, Tredavious White, their Elam rookie, Poyer as their safety, uh, Hyde as their other safety. Gooch, I, I bring you the question, where's the weakness? Where really is the weakness have, They, they definitely team? don't have a weakness. I would say Pretty nuts. I mean, their weakness would probably be running inside the tackles, but Devin Singletary down the stretch last year actually kind of ran the ball effectively in between the tackles. So I would say... That would be their one glaring thing that stands out to me. And potentially the cornerback situation, which Davius White uh, coming off of the ACL injury fairly late in the year. It was Thanksgiving Day. I, th I believe he tore his ACL. So, uh, But they fared well without him last year. So I don't know. I, I think that it's tough as you look at the Bills. I did call for a regression last year. And I guess you could say I was right because they won 12 games the year before. They had two ex they had an extra game and they lost two more. That's just stats. Right? And analytics. It's, Apparently I like analytics it, now. It, yeah, Dave's a big <laughs> analytics guy. So there's definitely no regression in store this year because with a ten win season and a and a first round exit in the playoffs, you could imagine that um the Bills have a little chip on their shoulder. And McDermott, I'm not a real big fan of his as like the way he talks post game. I didn't like his comments. Um in a few of those the the Patriots situation where he got into it with Belichick last year. I think he kinda he wasn't. He didn't really carry himself with class that you would expect a head coach uh, to do. Where, where's his origination? Where do you, where's he from? McDermott. Yeah, I don't even know. Philadelphia. Oh, so there you go. You know, I mean, it's all cow, call it how we see it. By the way, host of WrestleMania but Forty. All that. All that aside, he's a really good football coach. Yeah, and, he is. And his team plays hard for him. So Buffalo's poised to make it a Super Bowl run this year. Looking up and down the offense. Um, I think Diggs is going to have a bounce back year. He did have a down year in terms of wide receiver one and what, what the expectation was. But with the emergence of uh, uh, the Gabriel Davis, the emergence of a Dawson Knox, the emergence of uh, the addition of a Jamison Crowder to, to run the little crossing routes underneath. And look, Dalvin Cook's little brother, he's going to get the ball a lot out yeah. of the gate. I think he's in, in terms of we're talking dynasty leagues. I feel like you might draft him higher than a Devin Singletary. Because I yeah. think going forward, he might be the guy. But I don't think that he's going to be – he's a little similar to Singletary is that he can't really carry the load. He's a smaller guy, more of a third down back. I think that's how he projects. But we'll see. Um, defensively, Micah, um, Micah Hyde is one of my favorite players Me in the too. history of football. The guy's a ball hawk. He's like a Charles Woodson light, if that makes sense. Definitely has turnover after turnover, year after year. And I was always – pissed off when the Packers let him go. But Tredavious White, I mentioned his injury. Russo coming back this year on his second year, a, another year of experience. The Bills are poised to make a run. We could get into the, now, um, the schedule this now. This is where and I might have some hesitations because as much as I say there's no weakness in this Bills roster, and I think they're really, really good, their schedule is brutal. Like, like when I say brutal, I don't know what it ranks. Maybe somebody can tell me what it ranks I'll in strength right of now. schedule. But boy, oh boy, it is tough. There's uh, one thing you guys didn't bring up, though. 
Uh-oh. Their offensive coordinator for the past five years is now the head coach of the New York Giants. Oh. So they bring yeah, in no. a new offensive coordinator who hasn't been a coordinator in the league for a couple of years. Is Ken Dorsey, who last was offensive coordinator league playing with the Carolina Panthers. Ken Dorsey. When, yes. Like the quarterback, Ken Dorsey? Yeah, quarterback oh, from like, Miami. Okay. Sticks. Uh, he was uh, offensive coordinator for Carolina during Cam Newton's little run there. Uh what do you guys think he's going to bring? And, and I mean, they lost, yeah, uh, they, yeah, they lost the, the front office guy to the Giants and the head coach to the Giants. Oh, yeah, so, yeah that's right. That, Shane, uh, too. Uh, offensive coordinator, I should say. So, yeah, there is a new uh, regime. But I guess those those are key losses, right? You can add those are key, key losses. losses. But here, here we go. It's crazy because in my notes, that's literally the, the first bullet point that I had, and I didn't even Fine, open able. it. 12th strength of schedule, Dave. Okay. So, to top 15 in the league. So, top half of the league, you know, bottom of that top 12. Um, but any, Or top 15. But anyway, uh, 16. Here's their schedule. It doesn't. It's not very easy. It's it's not very good at all. Um, they start. They're the kickoff. It's not they're bad. It's pretty bad. Well, all I'll say is this. I'll, they start. I'll preface it. I'll preface it with this. You know how I do win loss win loss majority of the time. I got six question mark games. Nice. Like I have like no idea which way it can go, and I'll tell you which ones are in a second. So the Rams, the kickoff Thursday night football kicks the year off. We all can't wait for that one. That's going to start the football season, right? It's the Rams. They're hanging their banner. It's going to be a feel-good night for Stafford and and Cup and, and company. I don't know if the Bills can go on the road across the country and win this game. I don't think they could. As much as I like the Bills this year, the Rams are just that much better. Um, so I like the Rams to win the first game. Uh, they'll get their first win in Week 2. I think they beat the Titans. Now, two question mark games for the Bills. How do they do in Miami? You know, what kind of, what kind of defense is Miami going to be throwing at these guys? You know, like, that's a question mark to me. At Baltimore... Have, are they going to be able to run around with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore? I always, obviously, yes, the home team is always favored by the rules, unless, you know, the team is way better. The Bills might be favored in this one by like a, a point, maybe, but like it's going to be another question mark game. I don't know. Then they get a win against the Steelers. I think they go back home and do that. Another question mark game right off the rip. They got to go to Kansas City, a rematch of that big. Crazy game last year. Like, we don't know what Kansas City is going to bring. We're going to talk about Kansas City next week. But in like, Kansas City? In Kansas City. So that's another one. It's like, shit, I don't know, man. Uh, they get to the bye in week seven. Now, if you want to think about layups or you want to think about team wins in the first six weeks, I want to say there's only two that are layups. Well, there's no layups. Well, the layups, I think, are, are the Titans and the Steelers. I think they beat those both of those There's teams. no layups, but they could, eat, they could also be 6-0. and oh. And they can also because be two yeah, and four. No, they're too good for that. All right. I'm the just, Bills are not going to be two and four. Now, off the bye, ready for this, off the bye, your Green Bay Packers come in. So two six, Buffalo. Six and one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got to go to the Jets, which I believe they sweep the Jets this year as, as good as they have the Jets doing this year. Uh, they'll beat the Vikings, I think. They'll beat the Browns. They'll beat the Lions, right? Week 13, troubling. I don't know why. It's like I and I talked a bunch of shit. And I don't know exactly where I picked this game yesterday, but they got to go to New England, right? And it's just like, ah, man, I don't. It's like one of those. Eh, what, you never really know, right? No, you definitely picked the the Bills. Okay, so maybe they get on the fine, fine. So then the Jets, the Dolphins, both home games, they get those wins. Uh, they get a win in, Sh- in Chicago, I think. A big question mark game is at the end of the year: Are the Bengals and the Bills going to be running for that one spot? Maybe you don't know. Like the Bengals are going to be good. We already talked about them. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the year, they're home against the Patriots. I think they get that done. There's six questionable games on this on this schedule for me out of the 17-game season. Their floor right now, I think their floor, the worst they can do is 9-8. and eight. That's the absolute – that means things just went completely the wrong way because I think their ceiling is 
13 wins this year. They can, I no matter what, I'm slapping the over, I think. I think the odds are probably better in my favor to get 12, 13 wins. That would mean that some of these question mark games, I shouldn't be putting them up as question marks. They should just be wins. So I think in the AFC, at the very least, you're looking at a 12, 13 win team this year as opposed to last year's. You have them at 11 and 6, by the way, on your 2021 record. Is that accurate? Uh, maybe. All right. So when, in any event. Let me look. In any event, it's 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 going to be yeah. It's, uh, that's accurate. That's accurate. So not ten and seven. Okay, yeah. so they went eleven and six last year. So Vegas thinks they're going to be a little bit better, maybe a game better. Um, I think their their ceiling is thirteen, and I think that would mean that they steamroll a couple of these question mark games that that kind of put me on notice, saying like, remember that time he questioned this game, and then they just go in there and beat the brakes off some of these teams. This team can put up points. This team is going to be very good. This offense is going to fly. This offense is absolutely going to fly and don't even like get me started on the defense. That defensive line is going to eat. So I'm definitely excited about the Buffalo Bills' chances to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. At the end of the day, I think it's going to be the Bills. It, you know, We're going to go over the AFC West ne- uh, uh, next week, but like, I think the Bills are there. I think the Bengals will kind of be in the mix. Um, and then whoever comes out of the AFC West juggernaut of a division, I think they're over there. So, like, they're there. So it's a matter of can they get over the hump? Can they get to the promised land? Will they win it once they get there? Because we all know what happened in, in the early 90s and the 80s when they were there for four times in a row couldn't win. Is this the year that Bill's Mafia finally, like, throws somebody through a table and celebrates a Super Bowl championship? No. Okay. So that's yeah, it. I mean, that's maybe, maybe. No, they have a really good shot, <laughs> obviously. Do. I said it 31 times in my little breakdown of the Bills. Looking at their schedule, I think the first six weeks, it's tough. Um, I'm not sold on the Titans. The Dolphins in Miami, I think the Dolphins are going to be a tough team. They're going to be in a lot of close games. Whether they win them all or not, That's going to we'll find out. But those that's going to be a good game, maybe. Um, at Ravens, there's a little you know, trepidation on picking against or with the Ravens in any situation until we know what Lamar we're going to get this year. He played like shit last year. I looked at his stats, and they were so bad. Who? Uh, Lamar. Was so he, I guess he wasn't hurt yet. What, Lamar? Yeah, he got hurt. No, I mean, his stats were bad. Even well, because he missed he... like five games. Forget that. Like, <laughs> okay. I know I know how to, like, look at stats. <laughs> Lamar's, I'm not talking about his, like, totals for the year. I'm talking about game by game. He wasn't playing well. Oh, wait, we have a, uh, just before you get this, there is a, something on the table here literally i will jump through a table that's lit on fire in the middle of the studio if they win the super bowl so well, Vinny, we're not gonna light a fire you'll probably do it in the studio. back we'll in the, in the we'll probably do one like augmented reality we oh, get a true table true we'll yeah you're right throw Vinny through the table with a little arty spin on it i like that i like but that. um yeah even though their their first six games i think are a little tougher than the rest of their schedule they're still going to come out of that at the be- at the worst four and two because they're better. Well, they're, I said they're the Bills. Two they're or the, four. They're every team on that schedule. They're looking at them outside of the Rams, and it's like you know the Bills are the big brother in that situation, outside of possibly the Chiefs. But I, feel I was going to say those are, those are the two games that scare you. You think they run through the Titans, the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Steelers? I'm not saying that they're even going to win. Though they might, they're going to be four and two at worst after well, their well, first six games. Without, find me the four. Find me the two losses. The Rams and KC. I mean, I'm not. I'm not p- predicting them to go four and two. I'm saying at worst they're going to go four and two. I don't think they're going to lose. I think that five and one is on. The, the Bills are going to win a ton of games this year. They're the okay. They're the best team in the AFC because they have the experience now. After getting close two years in a row, I mean, last year they weren't really close, but everyone's looking at the Chargers as the chick pick going into the AFC this year. I'm not really sold on the Chargers yet because they got to do it first. 
the Chargers are a lot, are very similar to what the Bills were two years ago to me. I, that's, I that's a good point. I agree. Yep. So they, they have the roster. They have all the parts. They have an unproven head coach. He's going to have to um, prove himself to me a little bit more. Um, same thing with Herbert, really. You know, throws the picks a lot. He's an athletic guy, but got to win some games late in the season and, and prove your worth. Josh Allen, he's the front runner for the MVP. The Bills are like plus 400 to miss the playoffs, minus 650 to make it. All signs are pointing towards the Bills having a good year. If I was to predict the over-under, I don't know if I would go over over 11 wins or what was it, 11 and a half wins. So they got to win 12 games, and it's minus 140. So the, the odds are stacked against you. I'd rather just stay out of that one. Uh, I'm not going to bet against the Bills to to lose games because I think they have a really good chance at 12 wins. But one thing happens wrong, an injury, you're at minus 140 to begin with, so you're having to lay a little extra money just to win your money back. I'm not, I'm not sold on the over, but I'm, no long, I'm not sold on the under either. So if I was going to bet a team win projection, the Bills are just keep them far away from me. Not enough wiggle room there. Okay. So as far as, I mean, I don't want you. I don't need you to look up the odds. Well, you might look up I'm the here. odds anyway. But like, what are their Super Bowl odds to get there? To get to the Super Bowl or win it, whatever. Plus seven hundred, it would be losing the Super Bowl. So all right, let me see. Are they? Are they? They got to be top three Super Bowl odds, is what I'm saying as of right now. To yeah. win the whole fucking thing, top yeah, three, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Th- that's what I'm saying. And who's the other two? Or what's the what's the rank right now? Like live bet. What is the rank for the Super Bowl? It's not. I don't have. I have the just the Bills up, and it's not. They don't have them in the live bet. I got, you got to talk and give me a second. All right. Well, I think personally, once he finds this, because I got to assume that the Bills are at top three odds to oh, win to win the Super Bowl this year. So I find it hard pressed to believe that this team won't run through the AFC yeah, East. So it's Bills plus six hundred, Bucks plus seven fifty, Chiefs plus nine. So the Bills are the favorite to win the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, the Rams are plus eleven. There you go. And man. then the Packers are plus twelve coming in at fifth. Let me see where the Cowboys are. I don't know, man. Who cares right now? I, Carlos Dunlap the Cowboys signs are with the seventh Chiefs. at plus sixteen hundred. Plus sixteen hundred. Tie with the Chargers and the Broncos. Ah, so the Cowboys could be a chick pick, <laughs> according to what you just said. Um, whatever. No, we'll the, the Cowboys definitely aren't a chick pick. I don't think. I think that most football fans, like Cowboys fans, are are believe in their team. But most football fans are like, will bash the Cowboys. Everyone is on board with the Chargers, as like, oh, they're loaded. Sure. They're, most and there's not really many Chargers haters. That's that makes That's sense. Very true. They always, everybody was always high That's on the true. Chargers when they had Tomlinson and and that whole regime back then. The Powder Blues. And oh. They never got it done. But anyway, I think the Buffalo Bills are are prime to now that we're just looking at a live bet right now that they are the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. And I'm sure Bills Mafia is very excited. They're optimistic. They're getting you know they're getting re- ready to rage out there and put themselves through tables. But I think that this could be the year. If they get there and they play the the in the NFC, they play the Packers or they play, uh, you know, fucking Jesus the Christ, Rams, the Bucks, the Rams, the right, the Cowboys, which is a fucking far off thought in my Philly. mind. F- fuck you. <laughs> Just go eat shit on that one. Anyway, the uh, tell you what, that same table. If the Bills played the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I, too, would go through that table with you, Vinny, holding your hand <laughs> if the Bills could just beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But we'll get into the Eagles in a couple of weeks when we get to the NFC East. Tomorrow, we'll be talking about some fantasy implications. Last week, we told you guys to avoid. The week before that, we told you guys that might be over 
estimating their value. Do we have a topic for tomorrow already? Have you? You're still kind of mur- like kind of mulling it over. What's tomorrow? Friday. Fa- Fantasy Friday. Yeah. Um, no, I'm mulling it over. We'll, okay, we'll so we'll back, mull it over a little we'll be back bit with more. more tomorrow on yeah. Fantasy Friday. <laughs> Fantasy but I'm not Friday. sure exactly what we do. We have any requests? You could uh, DM me. There you send go. me some requests on there what you, you want to hear about. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll just go through some position rankings. I could start. It's a little early for that, though. I mean, it's not because my, drafts are happening. Drafts are starting to happen. If, if you're, you're no, 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 if you're in a no, shitty no. league, drafts are no, happening. I'm not. I'm not here for those drafts. Like if I, if you're I doing know, a draft almost, now, you don't get you don't get privilege to look at my list prior to this draft, bro. Camp opened up yesterday. I know. The fuck we no, you know for? what's crazy though? What's crazy, and you can drop the Titans thing. I mean, the Bills thing. We're done with them. Um, what's crazy is to me is I have a big Cowboys following on Twitter, right? And a lot of my people on Twitter may be watching right now because we're uh, I, I'm streaming live on Twitter, and a lot there was a, a complete conversation. My boy Nick's out there. He lives out in Dallas. The, he does the, the Twitter Spaces or whatever, right? You had to hear the conversation of the Cowboys content creators that get together and they do these spaces after one day of practice. One. I was like, what? Like, is it exciting to see somebody catch a ball? Yeah. Is it exciting to see Dak slinging it again? Sure. But shit, man. I heard reports yesterday from Cowboys people saying, well, their offensive line looked like shit. They're not even wearing pads yet. <laughs> like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe that some people jump all over one practice. So, yeah, we probably can't do a position uh, ranking because we don't know where the hell anybody's going to be until another couple weeks. So Next week is the Hall of Fame game? Next Thursday? Yeah, bro. That's what Scoop just said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bring up the comments again. Uh-huh. Um, which we'll go. Yeah, that's next week already, which is nuts. Um I, I my home draft is going to be August twenty first. I'll do I like, if I'm in five leagues and I'm the commissioner of five leagues, I'll try and do five drafts on one day, all on like the Sunday before the Thursday opener. There's no reason why anybody the should. The problem touch with the that field. this year is that it's Labor Day weekend. The problem it's every year. Or yeah, fine. That's why I can't so, do it. I, mean, I like, usually do it the week before that. So like that's my thing is like guys, all fantasy football drafters. If you're going to be in my league, Dave, you might have to figure out what you're going to do here. But well, the, the, the dynasty, because uh, we got to figure out that draft date if Labor Day doesn't work for you. No, oh, I didn't say it didn't work for me. I'm saying oh. the majority of oh, people no, no, no. don't want to draft on Labor look, Day. I'm all for it. I don't Labor Day, you're off, so there's really no excuse. Unless you're in labor. <laughs> <laughs> labor Day. Anyway. Draft, it's really draft day. <laughs> it is draft so day. So Labor great Day, movie, happy draft day, everybody. That's great, start great movie. One of the most cinematic Extravagant adventures you'll go on. Just watch draft so day. Wait, you'll have a great Labor time. Day. Could somebody explain to me the the basis of Labor Day? Is no, just my like, favorite part is when people start waving the American flags on Labor Day, and I'm like, it's, it's not, like, it's not, not really American for the country. It's, that gets fucked all year. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Labor Day. <laughs> but all the nurses are in there still, like just slaving away on Labor Day. Like Labor Day to me is like one of those days. They should just replace it with something else. Draft day. Done. Fantasy like football it. draft Fantasy day. Fantasy football draft day. Tell Let's me do it. that that's not a holiday in the making in if fact, one of us fact, ran for if, president. If somebody ever says to me, it's automatic. Um, this, if you don't watch this show, then you're never going to get privileged to this information, and you might get cut <laughs> from my fantasy league. If I'm like, oh, draft day is on Labor Day, and you're like, oh, that's Labor Day, bro. I can't go. It better be like, oh, I have tickets to a game on Labor Day. That could be ex- acceptable because you're going to a sporting event or like I'm getting married or I'm yeah, going but- to a wedding. But you can't be like, it's Labor Day, I can't draft. Why? Because you have a barbecue? <laughs> Open your fucking phone, yeah. and when it's your pick, 
pick. Make one. It's that simple. <laughs> but drafts are what's not really what's that hard. What time you plan on doing the draft? Like six, seven tonight, right? Not well, I don't know because, like I said, I have uh, several drafts lined up that day, so I'm gonna have to talk to my people and see, like, hey, what? When are you good? There's some crossover. I have a couple people. Oh, in a couple I, of my another leagues. one. Super Bowl Monday needs to be a thing. That should already be. So, a thing. I mean, I haven't gone to anything on Super Bowl Monday in my whole life. I my family was on board with that. And shout out to those early dorks out there. Like, you should move it to Saturday. No, it's Super Bowl Sunday forever. Hey. But we know how the liberal. <laughs> We know how, I, I, we know how those day, people like, are going to start talking like we should sh- move it. I don't give a shit if they, yeah, did. If they did it on Saturday, I wouldn't care. <laughs> Listen, uh, Super Bowl is going to be on Valentine's Day in like three years. So what are you going to do then? What? Yes. The Wait, Super Bowl is scheduled to be on Valentine's Day in like 2025. Guess what, honey? We're cooking. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. How about that? We're not going anywhere. Super Bowl is, I mean, if football is here and life like is everything else. else. It's like true, everything though. else is I mean, here think to me. That. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but like that's that's kind of where it ranks. So Bailey's saying Labor Day is the only holiday that celebrates blue collar by giving you an unpaid day off. <laughs> hey, happy Labor Day. You're get, you're going to you're going to have like yeah. whatever you make in a day at work, dock that from your pay next week. Oh my god. Enjoy this day off. Heart-shaped burgers says Florida Mike. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Do the grilling thing. Oh, my so God. So I guess it's going to have to be boneless wings instead of regular wings. You know, you accommodate the females a little bit. But do you guys agree that? Give them a bone at the end of the night. The Monday oh, after Dave. Super Bowl should hey, be nah. a day off school, <laughs> should be a day off work for certain people. Um, what? Say it again? No. The Monday after the Super Bowl. The no, day after the it Super shouldn't Bowl. be. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to clear this up real quick. The game starts at 620 every year. The game is over by 10. So unless you're one of those alcoholic ragers that just party into the night, no, you can't. Ten o'clock is you go to bed. It go to work. Like uh, what are you Cowboys just won a Super Bowl, Dave. You're not gonna be look, drunk. look, 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 look. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking black. I'm actually, so where that's do not you true. Fit, I don't drink where any do you games. fit on this? You say go proceed as as usual. As I, I say, say use I your say, time off. If I you, say yeah, just just, just book don't it go. ahead of time. Just don't go. go. Just call your boss, like dude. I just lost Super Bowl. I'm fucking, Show up I the die. homeroom, <laughs> get Mark there, and then leave. Vinny's got the best answer. Valentine's Day breakfast. There, there it is. <laughs> Done. But no, I start watching the pregame coverage do, at like 9 a.m., so that's going to be at the early breakfast. How you guys do what every other normal fucking human being does when there's something else on Valentine's Day? It's like, okay, we'll, you go, do out, it the Saturday we'll before. go out Tuesday. Right. Yeah, we'll yes. go out Friday. Valentine's Day is the hallmark holiday where you just get the card. And <clears> what, can, can we normalize not giving cards anymore? For no, anything, I've done that already. My grandma's like a big card person. Oh, no, bro. dude. I'm a big card person. No, I get cards I all the time. can't stand it. You know why, dude? Because, A, Sorry, they're Ash. like up to like six bucks for no reason no, whatsoever. Nine cents Secondly, yeah, I, I know. Just, there's 99 cents <laughs> cards. Yeah. They all suck. But, like, you, you get a card. You give them a card. They read the card. They're like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> they don't know what to do with it. They don't know what to do I'm with a it, big bro. Proponent of handing cards. No, out. man. I like to give cards. Those cards all wind up in your junk drawer, and then you feel like a piece of shit when you got to throw them out. The only way that I'll, I like to get a card is if, when I open the card, it says something exactly what I want said to the person because I hate writing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like so I want to be so like. Then that's oh, what you got to do. So like the card is gonna say like roses are red, violets are blue. I love you. But then like on the left side, you got to be like. Dear, this has been a great year. That's how you sound? This is how I sound now, yeah. (laughs) When I'm writing, that's the voice that plays in my head. Um, But uh, cards are just, they're meaningless. I went to my dad's the other day for his birthday a couple weeks back, and we're on our way. We're like, Steph's like, we got to get the card. And I'm like, just, (laughs) like, I'm like, no. Like, and then you know what my dad did with the card? Ask him right now. Where's the card from 
your birthday, Dad. On the fridge? It's gone. It's gone. Oh. There's no way. There's no way he has that still at all. Even and if he does, it's in the junk drawer. What about the ones your kids give make you? You don't that's, say those? That's, that's a different story. I got them on my desk right here at, at, the, at the office. I got that shit. That's my kid's creativity. Stella made me a, a heart with like three buttons on it. It means nothing. doesn't mean like, it, like there's no rhyme or reason. But it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen, so it's going to go on my desk. But, like, I don't need a card from anybody else, like, happy birthday, Dave. You know, it's like, I'm going to put that one on my desk. <laughs> like, no, it's just dumb. It's a waste of money, waste of paper. You're killing trees. Roll them up and smoke a blunt <laughs> instead of hey, making a well, card. I, there, I, I know you guys too, are down with that, right? Yeah, well, yes. give me weed Fucking with my stoners. card, then. <laughs> what? Give me weed with my card, and I will. <laughs> like, if you gave me Dude. weed with my card, I would 100%. <laughs> No, the best line ever. My brother just came in. Dear Brandy, tell Joe I found his parents. Bro, it's Buster in the car. Only, XO, Buster only XO. says <laughs> that Soto to the, Pod- Soto to the Padres is, is the Padres are the clear front runner right now to land Soto uh, for this hour. I'm sure in an hour and a half it'll be the Cardinals again, then it'll be the Dodgers again. <laughs> um, we'll see. What else? What else? Um, oh, speaking of cards, right? Oh, my, my boy Joey D has a a sports card memorabilia thing happening right now. Go on. I mean, actually, don't go over anywhere. What I'm going to do is <laughs> I'm going to send the links Forget out I because I got to speak to Joe. But there's going to be a, um, a Monday night at 9 p.m. I'm not sure if it's going to be on the Chop Sports YouTube or if it's going to be on a YouTube that he's creating. I have to talk to him tonight about that. But some of the Chop Sports members and the faithful, if your team hasn't been selected, I'm going to go ask everybody to to submit a team. Because Give we're Vinny do the Bills. A, uh, yeah, Vinny's gets the Bills. I'll, I'll kind of sort through. Ken, you could get the Steelers. And then we'll, we'll, we'll put out a post on the Facebook group explaining the details and then the links to everything so you guys could tune in and check out what Explain Joe's Explain what got the hell this is again one more time. So a break is, it's essentially... It's Which, a, by the way, is cards... Collecting is still a thing. Yeah, it's so now even getting this bigger and bigger. A, this isn't even a sports card collecting break. This is a autographed helmet break that he's doing. So you go on eBay and you bid on the chance to win an autographed helmet. It gives you a list of the, the uh, potential players in it. All 32 teams are represented. And you start the bidding at 299 And most of them oh, go wait, up I got to like, pay for this no, shit? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not you. Uh, most of them go up to like... You know, four, maybe five dollars, up to twenty bucks, and all thirty-two teams get bid on. You open up the box, one comes out, so somebody's going to get an autographed helmet for like a couple bucks. Oh, of, cool! You know, there's Roger Staubach, Aikman. There's good Cowboys in this one, okay. and then okay. um, that's kind of it in a nutshell. There'll be a lot more details explained in the post, and then as we go live on Monday with the enti- with the actual <laughs> break, everything will be explained in depth at that moment. All right. So it's cool. Check I'm it digging. Out. I dig it. Me and my, like I said, me and my brother found some hidden gems the other day. Be like, on the lookout. I'm, I'm very excited to, to get into the card world again. I mean, right now, nationals are happening in Atlantic City right now. So yeah, we got my, oh, I, I almost called him my boy as if I've ever met him, but the guy that I want to talk to, Santiago Sports, is down there right now. He has a shop right down the street. Yeah, I was cardboard closet. Wanting to go. Shout out to Fords. Huh? Anybody? Some, wanting to <laughs> go on Danny? Sunday. I'm not sure if that's still imminent because of things happening. I got you. You know, in, All right. Well, on the family front, that is a show, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you had a good one. We hope you enjoyed. Please like the video. That would help us out tremendously. Um, we hope you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Thursday. Uh, you see, I just I don't know what day it is. Uh, it's Thursday today. That means tomorrow is a fantasy feel good Friday, and hopefully, I'll have a little bit more of a voice. So for Sturch and Gooch, and of course, Wrestling Rob and the interns behind the glass on. 
the second day of National Interns Day. This has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.